Okay, good morning. Joan Fuller is here today for our second episode of Flower the Flower Power podcast. And we're so excited to talk to her to get some tips on what we should be doing this winter to get ready for spring flowers. And Joan, tell us about your farm, Hidden Pond Farm. Ah, well, thank you, Lisa, for inviting me in to chat. We've been talking about this for a while, so I'm really excited that we're making it happen. So my husband, Bill, and I, we started Hidden Pond Farm earlier this year. It's a flower farm located in Louisa County, just down the street from Lake Anna, which is an amazing vacation, mm-hmm. second retire, you know, retirement, second home, a lot of the people in the Northern Virginia area. But we started the farm with the mission to increase awareness and raise funds for farmed animal sanctuaries in our area. So we use flowers to connect to people and give it, you know, sort of they come in to buy flowers and then we bend their ear and talk about pet pigs. That is so cool. We've done a couple of wreath classes in the area and Joan has um, brought all the greenery from her farm and we've made some beautiful wreaths and, you know, with dried cinnamon and all these things that Joan has provided. And we've raised some money for Loving Acres and Hope and Serenity Farms. And we pick a sanctuary every month this year, kind of as our, our, you know, our launch. So every month we picked a sanctuary. We, we make homemade dog treats out of, there's a local brewery down in Louisa County, Southern Revere Cellars, amazing winery brewery. Mm -hmm. And they give us a spent grains. We make dog treats, vegan dog treats as a sort of a fundraiser activity. Mm -hmm. And then we donate the flowers for our bouquets. We donate those to the volunteers for that sanctuary. Mm -hmm. So they have the opportunity to, you know, get their own flowers as a small way of saying thank you for being volunteers. And then like, collaborating with you to do these wreath workshops. Who knew that workshops were so much fun? We're definitely adding workshops. Um, In 2023, we're going to have a workshop almost every weekend at the farm. At the farm. farm, And with Uh, people, we're going to do collaborations, hopefully up here. How fun. So So we can go to your farm and you're saying starting in May, starting in May, you can go down pick your own flowers and then arrange them with you in a workshop. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to, we really wanted to give people the opportunity to come to the farm. So our farm is a farm, but not really a farm. It's 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 like a garden on steroids. Because I was an avid gardener <laughs> before we started flower uh, farming. Okay. And so, you know, it's a it's a really pretty location, very close to the lake. And we kept thinking about, you know, how can we be different? And there were no, there is a cut flower farmer in an adjacent county mm-hmm. who has a beautiful, beautiful, you know, country setting. But we really thought being closer to the lake, giving people the opportunity to come to a cut flower farm that's got premium flowers, spend about two or three hours on the farm, having wine and beer tastings, as my insurance company lets me. (laughs) But yeah, just sort of getting the immersive experience at the farm. And then we're taking one of the older buildings that was still remaining on the farm was a sheep barn at the time now we call it the sheep shack Mm -hmm. but we're going to convert that into a flower barn and have you know our workshops in there and just really having an opportunity for people to spend more time in the environment that their flowers are being grown so we're pretty excited about it so yeah and our pet pig will wander through and you'll get to see a pet pig in her natural environment which is you know under 300 pounds of blankets normally <laughs> so that sounds so nice and what a fun mother's day weekend or you know before or after mother's day gift to surprise your yeah mom for if you're trying to and we're, we're always open by appointments even though we're okay. starting the cut flower um in 
like May, because that's mm -hmm. when the really good flowers start. We'll have enough to mm -hmm. guarantee that people can take mm -hmm. a really big bucket of flowers mm -hmm. home. But we're open by appointment. If you just want to come out and, you know, have a nice picnic at the farm and, and then see what our pick greenery. I mean, we've got almost yeah. 11 and a half acres of foraging opportunity. Wow. And you have some beautiful greenery. We need some really nice reeds this, this winter. <laughs> Thank you. And so, Joan, so it is winter. What should a new gardener or someone who's experienced to be doing to get ready for the spring? So preparing your beds. Okay. Um, I'm a big advocate of no-till, mm -hmm. which means you don't disturb the soil. Okay. You build on top of mm -hmm. your native soil, mm -hmm. uh, which is great because then you don't have to you know, dig up weeds and mm -hmm. stuff. But you want to have enough um, uh, material. And so I like to use cardboard. You know, the jury's out if cardboard's a good thing or a bad thing. I use cardboard. Mm -hmm. um, cardboard, leaf mulch, wood chip mulch, mm -hmm. uh, as much compost as you can you know, make yourself or scrounge mm -hmm. or buy. If you can get good compost. You want about an eight inch pile okay. that over the winter will sort of you know, break down until become about a two or three inch pile. Mm. And that's where you put your seeds in at the end of May. Okay. Um, indoors, you can be forcing bulbs, hyacinths, tulips, daffodils, anything that you can grow outside, you can grow inside. Okay. Bulbs are just easier. Okay. And then winter sowing, which is the milk jug technique, which I'm a huge fan of. So if you, if you haven't tried winter sowing using milk jugs, look it up, look it up and give it a try this year. Okay. okay. You'll be, you'll be hooked. I'm very excited. I mean, it doesn't sound that difficult. It is can the, start that now. You should, yeah. you should start now. Winter solstice is sort of the classical date to start it, December 21st. But okay. you can actually winter sow all year long. It's just yeah. taking advantage of what nature does already, which is it gets you know warm and cold, warm and cold. Mm -hmm. Here it doesn't get that cold, doesn't get that warm. But you know, here in our zone 7B climate, mm -hmm. winter sowing, you can go easily all the way up to May, from December to okay. May. And using nature to do the hard part for you. Hardest part is finding milk jugs. If you're a vegan, there's almost nothing comes <laughs> in plastic jugs. <laughs> All right. So if you have some extra milk jugs, save them for me and I will pass them to Joan. <laughs> so I don't remember. Did we talk about the flower subscription yet? Not yet. Okay. So I was one of Joan's first flower club subscribers and it's been amazing Every month she's come down with little plugs, which are small plants, and she's given me them healthy and then just told me exactly what to do and where to put them and what to do. And so, Joan, do you want to talk a little bit about what else, what other people can do and what your flower club is? Sure. It's so, very exciting. Yeah. we're So we were looking at ways that we could, you know, make ourselves sort of stand out from the other flower farmers in the community. Um, sort of find that little area that we're good at and and build upon that. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that we it was it was really unexpected. We just discovered that there wasn't a lot of uh, sort of how to become a cut flower grower, mm -hmm. even if you don't want to be a farmer, but you you want to have your own cut flowers in your yard. You want premium flowers, and you don't mm -hmm. want to spend you know three months learning how to do it. Yeah. And so what we came upon to the idea, and it's not a new idea, I you know, stole it from somebody else on Facebook, but, but my special spin on it is I keep the club small. So we're, you know, ideally between 10 and 20 people a month. Okay. It's $50 a month. And what you get for that is you get a network of support. 
Uh, but you, every month I will provide uh, a couple of either plugs, mm -hmm. if it's a seedling, uh, seeds, if it's for winter sowing, mm -hmm. to, you know, bulbs, if you want to try the bulb thing, but they'll be appropriate for planting out now mm -hmm. and spending time to show people how to plant it, uh, how to put frost cloth on it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every month you're going to be you know, learning, for example, you got snaps in October. Mm -hmm. So snapdragons, you know, they're out there in your garden now under frost cloth. Yeah. Sometime in April, you'll be hearing from me. I'll be telling you how to take the frost cloth off a little bit every day, how to pinch them back, how to stake them because you're going to want wow. them to be under netting because okay. they will flop over if you don't. And then starting in late May, early June, you'll be harvesting, you know, hopefully buckets of snaps every week. And, you know, how do you condition those? Yeah. So that's kind of the goal is every month you'll be building your skill set. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the year, you will have the knowledge and the confidence to sort of take on any flower that you want to grow. Premiums or easy peasy, you know, something like zinnias and marigolds. Amazing. I am so excited. So what a great gift if you, you know, have a birthday or, you know, as an early Mother's Day gift to, you know, have your mother or your wife, you know, get this club membership because or it's such a learning. Yourself. Yeah. Or buy yourself a club membership. Exactly. So you can have your own flowers and you don't need to buy yourself flowers. You can grow yourself flowers. Yes. And that's the goal is that everybody... Yeah. Uh, even if you don't have time to do it, you know, now, mm -hmm. uh, learning a little bit now. And so when you, a couple of years down the road, when you decide you want to become a professional flower farmer, you'll have the confidence to know you can do it Yeah. and know how, what part of it you want to tackle yourself and which part you don't want. For yeah. example, Lysianthus, classic cut flower, beautiful vase life, perfect for weddings. If you want to do your own, you know, wedding work. But it's eight months from seed to flower. Yeah. And so you can grow them from seed. You just got to have the commitment. Mm -hmm. And so now if people wanted to do any kind of vegetables, would that be part of, yeah. could they opt to do more vegetables if they're more interested in vegetables than flowers? Yeah, definitely. And herbs. And herbs. Okay. Yeah. So my hope is that I can tell, because I'm growing a lot more than I'm offering mm -hmm. in the club. So mm -hmm. what I want is to give everybody the experience of being able to pick and choose. So if you want more veggies, let me know and we'll just incorporate that into your monthly offerings. And I'm going to be a lifetime member. So <laughs> I'm going to start with flowers and eventually go to herbs and then vegetables. But I'm going to be such an expert in my third year of this podcast. Awesome. So what is your favorite flower, Joan? Uh, my favorite flower is, well, it depends on when you're asking me, but you're asking me today. Yes. At the end of December. And what is flowering in my yard right now, I walked by it here in Falls Church, is hellebore. Hellebore. Linton rose, which I noticed you don't have any in your yard, and that is just the same. So you need to run over to Trader Joe's. Okay. Plant it now. Plant it now. It's hellebore. So hellebore is a winter blooming perennial. Okay. It loves our climate. It loves shade too. It'll do great in your yard because oh. it likes dappled light. So, yeah. So, and, and Trader Joe's has the plants. And tr Trader Joe's is like a hidden gem for okay. certain plants. Okay. Uh, if you know what you're buying. But Hellebore, you can buy a big pot of them right now. Okay. The white one is one okay. I had last night. And it, they're really healthy plants. They're blooming. So, in a couple of days, okay. when that's appropriate to, to snip off the blooms and put them in vase, you'll get like a two week vase life off of Hellebore. And then you put the, the, the greenery part, just plop. Plop it out in the yard right now and this time next year and it'll propagate. It'll just spread by seed and take over. So your keep it in 
cut this cut the flowering parts and then plant the plant rest of the, the plant in the yard and it'll continue to bloom for another couple of weeks easy okay. in the house but it likes to be cold okay and it it likes you know our winter light uh it comes in a variety of colors really mm -hmm. fancy doubles and singles mm -hmm. i i tell people to buy it a blooming plant when you can just okay. because then you see what you have yeah that's that's funny. but then once you're comfortable you can buy seedlings direct from some of the specialty growers you get hybrid varieties and so deer won't eat it okay that's good uh, yeah so it's it's just one of my favorite flowers it's a beautiful dry flower okay um, that's always really nice so even as it's you know in your vase it kind of dries nicely and then it can stay because I have several of my arrangements that sort of still look nice as dried or I think they do <laughs> So that's always nice when things yep. dry nicely. And it, uh, hellebore dries like hydrangea. Oh, okay. so you want it to slowly evaporate the water down. Okay, that's the difference. You yeah. can't just cut off a hydrangea, leave it out, and expect it to dry nicely. You know, yeah. then it wilts and looks terrible. Okay. I've done that many times. It's a learning experience for us all. So. <laughs> well, Joan, thank you so much. Be sure to follow Joan on Facebook, nine seven one Hidden Pond Farm, and she's also on Instagram. And reach out to her on either of those to join her flower club or to go out and visit her farm. Please I do. can't wait to go myself. Yes, we'll, we'll all go out wine tasting. And <laughs> Definitely. We'll, we'll have Joan on again. She's just, she, this is just her first time. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much, Joan.